the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 74 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 10. I'm Liam, and I'm 8. Yep. And I'm almost 11. Anna's almost 11, and uh, Liam's 8 and a half, and I'm uh, in my late 30s. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. You so, said that only like three times mm, on the entire podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 38 and a half. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's how old I am. Not as old as Star Wars, but pretty old still. <laughs> pretty soon we're going to have to stop podcasting, because I'm going to start sounding like this, because I'm an old man. Daddy, literally? Yep. Oh, literally. Come All right. Um, it's not right. how old people sound. How old people sound like this, Sonny? Sometimes they do. Everyone who's over 50 sounds you know, some like that. Like Our grandpas <laughs> don't sound like that. And they like don't that. talk like that, and they listen to this, and they're old people. Ugh, and no they're going to write us, and they're gonna and write they're gonna us uh, an angry letter, just like old people do. <laughs> Joking, of course. Literally, Daddy. No, I'm, I'm obviously, I, I love people who are over 50. Um, you know, uh, no matter, no matter how they talk, they're, they're good in my book. It is raining and, uh, there might be a little bit of background rain noise, possibly some thunder here and there. Uh, cause, uh, you know, our windows are kind of thin, but you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's summer now and uh i'm pretty proud of us actually for recording on the first monday of summer uh that is actually way better than i thought we'd do so (laughs) awesome pretty happy about that thank you kids for for uh being on board here um want to do a quick congratulations to uh, nick from london for winning that the force awakens comic uh adaptation he was the first person uh, as far as i could tell to uh, leave a review on itunes um and uh if you go on the iTunes, if you live in the United States, you won't see his review because uh, I think we talked about this before. Um, iTunes uh, like segments segments itself into different countries, so you have to go to the to the England Great Britain iTunes page to see Nick's review. But uh, <clears throat> but I saw that he had left that uh, before someone left a new review on our iTunes in the United States, but someone did leave a review there also, uh, by the username of Elvin Padawan. And, uh, she is the runner up. Now she sent an email also. And, uh, and I was just like, well, you know, she, uh, yep. And, uh, and I said, well, you know, you get something too. So we're going to give her, uh, the comic codes for, uh, a different comic series, a different Star Wars comic series that I happen to have in my back pocket, uh, just in case something like this happened. So I don't want people to go away empty handed. And she was the first one in the United States. So awesome. And, uh, and she left a pretty great review, which I don't always read the reviews on the show, but I think I will. I think I will read, uh, her, her review on the show here just because, uh, I like it, and it makes a good point, I think. And by the way, Elvin Padawan has uh, her own podcast called Elvin, The Elvin Padawan, and it's a Lord of the Rings Star Wars podcast, uh, because she's really into Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. And uh, she has her first Elvin episode. Elvin someone in Lord of the Rings? Uh, Elvin means, like, you are an elf. Okay. Like, it's like, uh, Elvin it's like means, like, you're a Padawan like, that's an elf? 
uh, elven. Like if if someone is if something is of the elves, it is elven. Like you can have an elven oh, sword, right? Like yeah. like is an elven written book like elven sure. language? Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. Yeah, we're not we're not too well versed in Lord of the Rings, but uh, I mean I've seen the movies and I've read, I've read The Hobbit. And that's about it. Uh, but uh, looks like a pretty cool podcast. I have not listened to the first episode yet, but I look forward to, listen to listening to it. Uh, so her review uh, goes, Children of the Force is the first and actually only podcast I have found that includes young fans to such a prominent degree. Hey, that's you kids. As a young fan myself, this is definitely important to me, as is the fact that these guys and gal aren't constantly bashing the prequels that I was raised on and am therefore strongly attached to. Al, Liam, and Anna give a well-rounded blend of old and new in their coverage of the movies, animated shows, and even books and comics. Podcasts such as this are what inspired me to begin my own Star Wars Lord of the Rings teen fangirl-centered podcast, The Elven Padawan. While I do often disagree with the political opinions of the hosts, which have become more prevalent in recent episodes, they do a tremendous job in analyzing and discussing everything from my favorite galaxy far, far away, and always come up with very intriguing and thought-provoking tidbits. Thanks for all the hard work y'all put into keeping this canon accurate and interesting. Smiley face. You forgot the winky face right before Ali and Anna give a well-rounded blend of all the new in their coverage of the movies. Uh, okay, you know. all right. <laughs> there was a winky face in there somewhere, too. Uh, yeah, so thank you so much for that review, Elvin Padawan. And I think, you know, I, I, I find this myself when I'm listening to podcasts. Um, you can disagree with something someone says on a podcast and still like that podcast. And how how great is... I mean, this is an example of, of you know, how here's someone who doesn't agree with our political opinions. And she still listens. And she, she still doesn't? likes... She doesn't. She says that uh, she, dis, she often disagrees with the political opinions of the hosts. You know, and I listen to... I listen to Beltway Bantha's... I, I think that's a great, it's a, it's about politics and Star Wars. I often disagree with some of the political opinions on that show where I think, you know, or some of the hosts that they have on the show or the guests, I should say, and actually the, the hosts too, at times I disagree with, and that's fine. Cause it's well done, you know, and that's kind of what we strive for. Like, I'm not just being like mean politically. I mean, you know, we might joke around here and there and stuff. I'm, I'm just, I'm really happy that. You know, here's an example of someone who listens and doesn't agree with all we say, and that's great. That's awesome. That makes me so happy, right? Um, because we're engaging with people who aren't just like us, and that is the goal. I don't want to just talk to people who are like me. I want to talk to all different kinds of people, you know? So I really appreciate this, uh, and you know, and it's still a five-star review, you know what I mean? Like, she mm -hmm. still really likes the podcast. She's not, you know, saying, you know, I disagree with a couple things they've said, and I'm not going to listen ever again, you know? Like, that's not how how we start uh, conversations. That's not how dialogue happens back and forth and stuff, right? So so thank you uh, for the review, Elvin Padawan, and, uh, and, you know, we'll get you some comics. Um, I'm, I'm waiting to hear back from her, so I'm not sure exactly which comic series. Uh, but I have a couple different, you know, full comic series uh, codes for those that we're gonna we're gonna give her also. So, and uh, thanks again, Nick, for your review. Um, it was so long that I I can't read it on the show because it would take up uh, just way too much time. 
what, and what? Uh, Nick's review. It was like it was so long I couldn't I couldn't read it on the show. It was just this really <laughs> eloquently long, written long, long, long review. <laughs> and Nick knows that I'm joking because <laughs> it wasn't long. <laughs> it wasn't long, but he still he wrote the review. He wrote it, so he gets the comic. Uh, I'm just shaking my head as I type the the comic code to him in the, in the email. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, Nick. How, how long was it? <laughs> it was a few words long. <laughs> oh, I it was like, good job. Yeah. I was, like, you know what I would put there? Yeah. I would put a CF. CF. All right. And then be done. No, yeah, I what does CF stand for? The Children of the Force. Children of the Force. Okay, sure. Okay. I would put mm, yeah. CT. C-O-T-F? Yeah, I would Or maybe C-O-T-F. something really short, like, I like digital comics or something silly like that. Yeah. Or just like, right. ooh, children of the forest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something that oh, doesn't even have be, anything to do with the podcast. Put, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <You could be> like, <laughs> like digital comics or <laughs> just ate a leaf. What? <laughs> you said something <laughs> random. You could put, I got a phone. I have a phone. Or I got I lost a tooth twenty one days yeah. ago. I wrote this or, review by hand before I typed it out. Um, <laughs> I couldn't fall asleep um a month ago because I was just not tired. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's. You know, there's just one really quick Twitter, uh, this tweet from Mark Hamill that I wanted you kids to see, uh, because we've been into, uh, Hamilton quite a bit, right? Oh yeah. And, uh, the Tony Awards were on Sunday. That's the awards for the, uh, you know, for the best play Hamilton. and stuff. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, right. Well, Hamilton won last year, I don't think, but, uh, I, don't, I, I didn't watch the Tonys. I honestly don't know if Hamilton was up for an award again. I'm not even sure how that works. Um, cause I'm not really into theater, you know, like we love the uh, music of Hamilton. So, so anyway, uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda, who wrote Hamilton and, and the music and everything, and also wrote Java Flow in The Force Awakens, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he tweeted uh, a photo of him and Mark Hamill, and he, he just says, "Tell your sister you were right." Uh, so then, uh, Mark Hamill retweeted that with the comment, "Tried to talk Lynn Manuel into putting an extra L in the title of Hamilton." He was polite, but non-committal because Hamill, Mark Hamill is spelled with two L's. So he thought it'd be funny if Hamilton had two L's and it was about him instead of, instead of Alexander Hamilton. (laughs) Oh, fun. It's fun to see those worlds colliding. All right. Well, let's talk about some Star Wars stuff that we've been up to. Um, we would, we went to the library our first day of summer, you know, and uh, what we go to the library. Started off at the library. Exactly. Let's get a bunch of books to read, and we got a bunch of different kinds of books, uh, including a book about Alexander Hamilton. And I'm reading it. Yup. And I checked and Liam, it out. You checked it out, but Anna's reading it, and and maybe you'll read it too. But we also got. I'm going to try again to read those Adventures in Wild Space books by uh, Scott Cavan, I believe is his name. Um, and those, it was really cool to see those books, you know, in the Star Wars section at the library. Because, you know, like, you, there's the section where there's, like, the series of books, you know, like Magic Treehouse and, mm-hmm. and different books like that. And then there's, like, the Star Wars section where there's all these old Legends series, like the Boba Fett 
series and uh, the last of the Jedi series and stuff. But it was really cool to see like these new books, these brand new books in this section. And uh, so I checked out the first three of them and uh, yeah, there I think we three? should. Oh no, I think there's like five now. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I thought there's only three. So uh, looking forward to trying to trying to get into those books. Um, and yeah, I'm just I, I was I'm still bummed that they don't have the Servants of the Empire series in Servants that section. Servants of the Empire. Servants of the, yeah the the Zer Leonis series. Oh. The Rebel spinoff series. Yeah. Because that was great. That was Jason Fry wrote those and and those were great books. Um, we have those all on the Nook, by the way. So if any either of you want to read those, they're on the Nook. Uh, Did you hear me? I was like, egg, Nick books. Egg, Nick books. Well, you know. So, uh, some non-Star Wars stuff that we were up to. Uh, yes, Was that yesterday? Sunday? No, that was Saturday. Saturday? It was so hot. And, uh, it was we like, decided, it felt like 104 degrees out. Yeah, I don't think it was quite that hot. But, it was, I mean, it felt like it, maybe. It felt yeah, like it, right? yeah. So, uh, so, we decided to go into air-conditioned movie theaters and uh, watch two movies. movies, two different theaters. First Wonder Woman and second Beauty and the Beast. So first we went to the AMC, Roosevelt uh-huh. AMC, went to Wonder Woman, uh-huh. it was good. Yeah. And then we went to Riverview and watched Beauty and the Beast, it was also good. Yeah. Wonder Woman was awesome. You liked Wonder Woman a lot, Liam? And Beauty, Beauty and the Beast story. was better than, it, Beauty and the Beast was definitely better than the cartoony version. Oh, it yeah. was, it was a lot of it was alike the cartoony version, mm-hmm. but a lot of it was very different yeah, in some yeah. ways too. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were both really good. I, I agree with you, Anna, about Beauty and the Beast. Like it, it was faithful to the movie, but also it took some, you know, the changes that it made. I think were really great. Yeah, they the were. The whole like giving just a little bit more backstory to the Beast, just a little bit more, really made me, you know, feel emotion for the Beast. I know more same. than I ever did watching the cartoon. Same. And, and uh, helped you understand, you know, why he was the way he was. And, um, yeah, it was really interesting. Also, that part made me really sad. they definitely got into Belle's story more. Mm, yeah. With her family. Mm-hmm. How her mother sure, sure. Ca- caught the yep. plague. And that's why oh, yeah. they couldn't. And that's why they couldn't stay because mm. they didn't want Belle mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to catch it and yeah, die. Yeah, the movie's been out long enough. I, it's not really a spoiler, even if it. It's not really a big deal. Um, so, yeah, we can talk about that. Uh, Wonder Woman, we might not want to spoil because it, it only has been out for like right. a week and a half and or two it's... weeks. Um, but, yeah, Wonder Woman made... I actually cried a couple times during that movie. I don't know if I you guys realized I got teary that. a few times. Yeah. Um, just like... Uh, and it was like the times when she was totally kicking butt. I know, right? Was that when you got teary? <laughs> once it was then, yeah. and once it just wasn't. Why do you think you got teary when she was kicking butt? Because it's, like, one of the first ever female superhero movies made. Yeah. And it was, showed her great. It was, she was great in it. Yeah. It's not one of the first, Anna. It's the first. The first? Literally yeah. the first. It's the, it's, I mean, like, big superheroes from comic book kind of thing. Yeah, the first. Wow. I mean, there have been, you know, action hero, you know, movies, like, I'm thinking like like Aeon Aeon Flux is one from it's like an old cartoon that was made into a movie. Um, there Aren't was they uh, there was one called there's one called Lucy that was actually uh, Lucy was played by uh, Scarlett Johansson who played Black Widow, right? Same actor who plays Black Widow. The Lucy, uh, Lucy actually does it wasn't 
one of the new movies, the Valerian one. Mm-hmm. Wait, that was, was by the same producer. Mm, I Wait, think you're right. Because uh, I saw a poster on outside yeah, and said, yeah. also by. Sure. Also did Lucy. Yeah, he also did Fifth, Fifth Element. Yeah. Yeah, and mommy uh, said that she watched those when she oh, thought they were good. They are what great. They're great. The Fifth Lucy. Element is amazing. Lucy is like a kind of like a superhero movie, sort of. It's about this this woman who all of a sudden can she starts to be able to I can't remember how it happens, but she can access all of her brain power. So like, there's this thing where we only really use a certain percentage of our brain, you know, and that's that's true, but it's also kind of a and, you know, like, it scientifically you doesn't use really it make one sense. Part at a time. Sure, and so so the like thing is, something happens brain. to her, and she she's able to use one hundred percent of her brain's capacity, right? So she can see like radio waves and different wavelengths, and she can actually like manipulate reality because she's using all of her brain power. Anyway, it's a really cool movie, but it's not big comic book superhero. Right. You know, gonna make millions upon millions of dollars, and like and Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman is making a ton of money. And totally blowing holes in that thing that people have said that, like, you can't have a female lead. And, of course, like, Hunger Games disproved this, too. Yeah, Heck, Hunger The Force Games Awakens disproved this, right? I mean, the, the highest grossing movie of all time in the United States is the, the Force Awakens. And, you know, there was a female lead there, right? Grossing? So, yeah, grossing. That means how, how much money does it make? I thought you were talking about the Hunger Games. And I was like, gro- oh, yeah, no, it no, is pretty no. gross, but I didn't. I didn't think it was that gross. Yeah, no, no. So grossing <laughs> means like how much money it makes. Like, what's okay. the gross? The G- I it was yeah, it's gross. It's, it's spelled like gross. It's spelled the same way. Yeah. Um, I don't. It know should why. be G R O O S. Well, that'd be gross. Gross. That's, gross. We're not Canadian, gross. Anna. It should be G R O O S. So, that's how it is spelled, Liam. Yeah, the highest grusing. Actually, that mean that sounds more Scottish. The highest grusing. The highest grusing movie. movie. Sounds like Obi Wan. Is Obi Wan uh, Scottish? Uh, Ewan McGregor is Scottish. Ewan McGregor, yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> Obi Wan could have been Scottish. What if you went to Earth and you yeah. were born in Obi-Wan Scotland? Obi Wan Kenobi is from Scotland. Yeah, little, little known fact. <laughs> Uh, he, he somehow traveled to a galaxy far, far away. Oh, and a long time ago. <laughs> through space and time. Whoa. Ooh. Oh, no, what if he... What if he went forward that he just got this magical potion that only made him live until he wanted to get older? Like, like, live at the same, you know, age until no, he wanted to get older? Nobody knows what you're talking about. He took a magical potion. You know, I remember being a kid and like saying things that I thought made sense in my mind, and people would look at me like, "What are you talking about? That makes no sense." And I'd be like, "But it makes sense to me." Yeah, it like makes, I know it. It, it, it is, makes and it's like sense. it's logically consistent in your own mind, but the way you're saying it, I just, I just hear. Womp, 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 so, womp. No, no, no. We don't. We don't. Need, we don't try, know. No, no, no. We're good. After we're good. the podcast. Sure. What the hell? We'll, we'll we'll put a pin in this and take it offline, and uh, we'll. Okay, we'll let's do it. put a pin in your leg. All right. Boop. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we uh, we need to move on. But Wonder yeah. Woman, Beauty and the Beast, two really Great cool movies. movies with awesome female characters. Uh, Wonder Woman directed by a woman, and that's another thing that has been a problem in in movie making in the United States. Uh, that there are 
uh, female directors are not given a chance and, uh, they need to be given a chance. And a lot of times the, yeah, right. Like there needs to be a female directed star Wars movie like now, like the next one that's announced should really, and, and, and the, the excuse, honestly, is it's an excuse that Kathleen Kennedy gave is that it has to be the right, you know, the right director and, and they have to have proved proven themselves with you know a, a big budget movie and stuff. Well, that Wait, that Kathleen doesn't. Kennedy made that excuse. Well, well yeah, I, I see it as an excuse. Yeah, and and you know, I mean, I don't. I, I understand. Think it has to be the right person. Well, of course, it has to be the right person, but that doesn't that doesn't mean there's only one person who that could do it. Doesn't mean it has. You know, to, it can't um, be a woman. Right, and and like right, but what if they just don't come across the right woman for the movie? Well, that's possible, but are you actively looking for the right woman for a movie? And I don't know. I just think it needs to be there needs to be more of an effort made. And uh, you know, someone like Colin uh, Trevorrow and Ryan Johnson, neither of them really at the time that it was announced, at least that they were going to be directing Star Wars movies, neither of them had really directed a big budget, you know, action blockbuster movie so i mean ryan johnson has directed little art movies looper and brick i mean those are neither of those are big movies so that whole excuse doesn't really doesn't really hold water you know wait doesn't ryan johnson like direct jurassic park colin trevorrow directed jurassic world oh but that was just one movie and it wasn't honestly i mean it was fine but it could have been way better. But didn't he yeah. do a big movie? You said that he did a big movie. He didn't... Was it Indiana Jones? No, Colin Trevorrow's first big movie was Jurassic World. Before that, he hadn't directed anything big. Yeah. Which movie are we talking about here? I'm confused. What What movie? What are you talking about? Which movie? Like, I mean, Ryan Johnson directed directs 8, right? The Last Jedi, yeah. Right. Colin and Trevorrow said... is going to direct episode 9. Oh. But then, Ryan Johnson directed. He directed episode eight, Great. The Last Jedi. And What's what confusing? Else did he direct Brick and Looper? I remember we talked about other things that he directed that you thought were good. Oh, they are great. Oh, Brick and Looper are great movies. Oh yeah, no, I'm totally looking forward to. He's yeah, I'm really looking forward to The Last Jedi. He's a great director. I'm just saying he didn't direct any really big budget action movies looper and brick are not those Uh, you know they're they're smaller budget movies all right well let's uh let's get some news up in here uh Uh, the battlefront 2 gameplay trailer was released uh which you know like the official ea gameplay trailer which is pretty cool um saw some new stuff saw some you know, uh, battle on Naboo in that gameplay trailer. We also saw just a little bit of Kashyyyk, a little bit of Starkiller Base, a little bit of Yavin, right? So, I mean, we know these planets are going to be in the game. Um, This was kind of like the multiplayer trailer, although at the very end we did see a little bit of Aiden Versio and uh, the actual story mode, uh, which looked pretty cool. I think we're going to see... Her taking orders from the... Sentinel. Yeah. Yeah, with the, cool. with the face of Palpatine. Yeah. So cool. So this, you know, they've confirmed again that this is going to take place from directly after Return of the Jedi to uh, 
I think right before the force awakens or maybe even during the events of the force awakens, I think they said right before, but the fact that there's star killer base stuff on there, maybe that's just the multiplayer though. Maybe star killer base, like the, the fight on star killer base that might not be in the story mode. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, it looks really cool. And I think today, as we record this Monday in like a few hours, there's going to be more information released. But whatever, we'll have that on the next show. Uh, but the multiplayer stuff's really cool, and actually there's a few videos now online of, you know, extended videos of what it looks like to play on Naboo in this big battle. And you can be clones, and you can be battle droids, and you can be super battle droids, you can be Darth Maul, you can be Rey, you can, you know, it's it looks Rey, really cool. I'm so gonna be Rey. It looks pretty awesome. Rey. Darth yep. Maul. Rey. Darth Maul. Darth Maul also, yes. Uh... Right. Looks pretty fun. Really looking forward to that game. Can't wait till November, but we'll have to wait. Uh, okay, so you know what we're going to talk about now? We're going to talk about a little bit of a little bit more celebration stuff, and we're going to round out our celebration coverage. Uh, just talking about a few things that I, I when I was watching the live stream and I was watching like these videos, just a few few tidbits that I really found interesting, and I wanted to play on the show and just kind of highlight these really cool cool things. So uh, the first is Dave Filoni talking about how he changed Ahsoka's costume design and why. So you remember like the first couple seasons she looked one way and then after that her 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 costume changed. Her whole design changed. I don't remember that. Yeah, so she just had like the little tube top the first couple seasons. Oh, and yeah. then she got more, uh, you know, a more functional thing, right? To draw on a piece of paper or something one day and then a year or so later to have it walk up to you and say hello is like, boom. So I give a tremendous amount of thought to the costumes, and it's something that I think we were able to improve in part, especially on characters like Ahsoka. I think that, you know, knowing that so many people are out there wearing this costume, I'm like, well, let's look at this. I mean, this has to be functional. This has to be, she's a warrior. Come on. Like, let's get this right in part because I, you know, I want you guys to have fun wearing this stuff. So, cause you're out there and it's, it's a big help. I think the kids love it. Uh, and just thank you so much for doing it. It means a lot. I really appreciate it. So I just thought that was really cool. Right. Mm -hmm. Because like he realizes like, wait a second. And I loved, I love this realization and who knows who designed Ahsoka that way. Maybe that was George Lucas's thing. Um, said, Oh, let's put her in this little tube top, basically a swimsuit, you know? And she's like, you know, she's like a 12, 13 year old Padawan at the time. I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. So, so I like that he said, you know, like people are going out and cosplaying as Ahsoka. Let's give them something that they feel comfortable in. And then if that's the case, doesn't like Ahsoka might not, would, would Ahsoka feel comfortable in this? You know, like, is this like a warrior's clothing? No. You know, so I love that it like, it made sense to them in so many ways to change that change that costume to something that just makes more sense right so that was said at the uh untold tales of the clone wars panel or whatever and it was dave filoni and pablo hidalgo um i really like that and uh and more stuff at the heroines of star wars panel so this is like the star wars panel all about how awesome the female characters are and and here's you know all about these these female characters in star wars um there was some pretty cool stuff there and it started off with this really awesome clip show, uh, of, of like all the characters that I think we'll just watch. Uh, I don't think I'll put it in the show, but I just want you kids to see it. 
before we start talking about what was said at this panel. Ray, may the force be with you. <laughs> oh yeah, I love uh, that Ray part. Oh, I got uh, got I got teary eyed a little bit again <laughs> just watching that again. Me too. I honestly think the reasoning is because of the music and the, the fact that they use that music from the end of the season two uh, finale of Rebels. Uh, it's just that music is so so powerful. Love it so much, and uh, music and images together can really sock it to you mm -hmm. and uh hit all the right emotions so uh yeah so i mean ahsoka was like really focused on in that because she is like if you think about it like screen time wise like how much of of the characters have we seen we've seen we see ahsoka a the lot most. of ahsoka ahsoka more than any other female character in star wars yeah she is as far as screen time is concerned Oh, yeah. What about Leia? We see her a lot. Padme. But think of how many seasons of the Clone Wars we've had. And how many minutes of those seasons it was Ahsoka on screen, right? Of Ahsoka was in. Yeah, right, right. A lot of That's minutes. That's a lot of um, minutes. also in Rebels, so... So, George Lucas originally uh, sounds like he was going to have Ahsoka not, uh, be a boy and not a girl. And, uh... So uh, Dave Filoni talks at this panel about how he, he went to George and, uh, and said, hey. Well, and, uh, and he said when, when Amy Radcliffe asked, asked him, like, how did George influence you, uh, his answer was, well, actually, you know, it was, we went to George and said, well, here, I'll, I'll have you listen to it. Yeah, I think the cool thing, you know, was that it was just, we want to tell interesting stories and we just had all these great female characters we wanted to put in them. It wasn't like this targeted effort that I think things feel like sometimes. It's like, Ventress, it wasn't a conversation. She's just a great villain. Ahsoka can be a great hero. And I know when we talked about it early on, George said Anakin had a Padawan and Henry Gore and I were like, well, we'd like to be a girl. Because I've seen the development of, you know, a, a young boy character in Luke before and and then with Anakin, you know, I said, well, how about a girl? And George was all for it. He uh, dove right in for that. And uh, it was just something we felt was all natural uh, to do because you hadn't seen a lot of it. There was space for it. But the trick for me, you know, especially with these characters like Ahsoka and Sabine, is that they're, they, they do everything. It's not just that you hear a lot of it's like, oh, they're bad. Yeah. Okay, but that's but one thing they can that, do. Right. It's not just about that, right? It's not about. It's not just about physical. And it can never just be about that. Otherwise, you know, the other thing, and this is something to watch for. It's really tricky to get multiple women on screen at the same time talking about important stuff. Yes, and, and agreed. We don't see a lot of it, and we need to have more of that. Hey, we just talked about that a few episodes ago. The Bechdel test, remember? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, yeah. women on screen talking to each other at the same time. Um, yeah, so I love and. Uh, love the point that he makes there that it's just it just makes for a better story like variety makes for a better story if we just keep on seeing the same you know here's a young boy and he's finding his way in the galaxy right like like we've seen that so much throughout history like just making that boy a girl just making that man a woman changes the dynamic enough that it just makes the story more interesting it makes it fresher you know, mm -hmm. 
And that's great. And uh, I mean, there's other ways to do that too, right? By making the character uh, a gay character, right? I mean, it just right. it, it just makes it more, you know, like something it's you haven't for seen to before, see right? In that too, movies and yes. books and everything, basically. Yeah. So I love that. I just love that point that he makes. Uh, I should note that the audio went a little weird there, and that was yeah, I heard that it was the video. <laughs> that wasn't us. That was the video. Uh, yeah, they had some. They had some issues at, at Celebration this year with uh, some audio quality stuff, at least for the live stream. But, uh, yeah, so I just, just love that point. Um, I mean, how different would Clone Wars have been if Ahsoka was a male character? And it just, uh, I don't it know. Would, I mean, so, It would have been so much better if, if Ahsoka was a girl, and she was. Hmm. I'm glad they did that, because... It's one of the main girl characters. There wouldn't really be any main girl characters in Clone Wars. Right. If it and, weren't Ahsoka. And it's interesting, too, because, I mean, like, that really... Um, actually, Ashley Eckstein and Tia Surkar talk about this in in this next clip that I'm going to show uh, or, or play for you guys. Uh, so Tia Tia's going to speak first, and then it's going to be Ashley. Sabine. Uh, Sabine. She plays Sabine. So she's sitting there, and she's looking at her. So they're talking about the forces of destiny, right? So so Tia Sarkar and Ashley Eckstein came on the stage, and they're sitting down with Dave Filoni and the host, Amy Radcliffe. And, uh, and actually, this happened after Daisy Ridley also came out on stage and... Uh, and talked for a little bit about Ray also. And uh, she got to see her uh, action figure for this Forces of Destiny toy line. And then, uh, you know, Ashley and Tia both got their, you know, uh, Ahsoka and Sabine figures. So so it's funny, uh, you know, watching the panel, you see uh, Tia Surkart, you know, kind of looking at her character. You just kind of see her looking and just thinking about her character. And then she says this, and... When I heard it, I was just like, I have to play this on the show because <laughs> it's so, it's so great. Sorry, I don't want to, I just wanted to interject one thing really Please. quick. But as I'm like admiring how great these figures look, I was just thinking also when I was a kid, I don't want to get all, you know, weird and mushy or anything, but when I was a kid, I couldn't, when I went to the store, to the toy store, none of the, none of the toys looked anything like me. And so I'm looking at this and I'm looking at that. And I just think, I mean, these are so much more inclusive and representative. And I wish this was around when I was a little girl. That's all I wanted to say. And, okay, I'm going to tag on and I'm going to get mushy for a second, too. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Um, but when Clone Wars started, you know, I heard it all the time. Star Wars was for the men and the boys. And we knew that wasn't true. You know, I came to Celebration, I came to San Diego Comic-Con, to Disney Star Wars Weekends, and it was always 50-50. There was women everywhere, and I thought, you know, we've, we've got to change this stereotype. And for the longest time, you know, it starts on the playground, right? When kids play Star Wars, and there was so many characters for the boys to play, and pretty much only two characters for the girls to play. There was Leia and Padme. And now, thanks to Dave and his team and, and everyone at Lucasfilm and Disney, there's so many amazing female characters for girls to play. And look at this room. It's 50-50. And it's just so beautiful that Star Wars is for everyone. And it's being displayed that it's for everyone. And this is just so cool. That was mushy, but it was perfect. <laughs> I just feel like I got a warm and fuzzy Star Wars hug. So 
how awesome is that? Awesome. <laughs> it's, it's like, they're it's like they're awesome. Pumping my fist as they're saying those I'm things. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, and so like Ashley Eckstein says, uh, you know, when she first started doing the Clone Wars, you know, she had heard Star Wars is for boys, Star Wars is for men, and. And, and, you know, like, we don't hear that as much anymore. I mean, there are still some holdouts. There are still some dark, dingy, lifeless, joyless corners of the internet where you'll still hear that being said. Star Wars is for boys, you know? But, but I mean, like, for the most part, that's not... People don't say that anymore. And on, it was Ahsoka. Like, Ahsoka did that. And, and, and then, of course, Rey and Jin did that, too. And, of course, the whole time Leia was doing that... But people didn't didn't see it at the Lynn's time, right? Was making Star Wars for everyone. Oh yeah, right. And and I, but really, Ahsoka was the first time that it just. I think people started to realize, like, no, this is just for everyone. This is for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. And then we got Ray, right? And then we got Jin, and, and but, Sabine and, and Hera, S- and Sabine and Hera, right? Exactly. And now it's just assumed. Now it's just that's just normal, but but like. Uh, I felt I feel like Ray was standing on the shoulders of Ahsoka, right? Ahsoka laid that foundation, and Leia, of course, but I think more recently Ahsoka did. It it it, it made that that foundation base, to build the house. Made the base, on. yes, to build yes. and build and build until it's so tall that you can't see the top of it. Sure. <laughs> so I don't know. So th- those are just a few clips, honestly. Like that's that's all I really have to to play on the show, as far as a uh, as celebration goes. There is uh, some things I'm going to put on on uh, our website for this show. I'll put a video of the running of the Willow Hoods, uh, because because that's awesome and funny and ridiculous. Uh, and for those who don't know, Willow Hood is a character in Empire Strikes Back, who is running through the halls. Of Bespin with what appears to be maker. an ice cream maker <laughs> when they're evacuating. <laughs> so, so, uh, so the Willrow Hoods all dress up in orange jumpsuits and uh, they all run around with ice cream makers, chanting ice cream. And last year there was there was a coffee maker in the middle of it. There all. was there was a coffee maker. <laughs> and they're like, it's supposed to be ice cream, not coffee. <laughs> Yes. Let's watch it now. Uh, we'll watch it. We'll watch these after. I thought I thought I showed no. you guys this, well, no, you but we're not going to watch it right now. It's ridiculous. It Maybe I'll throw ridiculous. I'll throw just a couple seconds of audio so you so you listeners at home can listen to them chanting ice cream. I also am going to post a clip, uh, you know, like a uh, the Battlefront panel, which I think is really fun to watch and really interesting. You get some good insight about battle, uh, Battlefront, although honestly, like, you'll be learning more probably this weekend about Battlefront 2, uh, or this week, uh, because it's the big E3 Expo, the big video game expo. Uh, so we're going to be learning a lot more about Battlefront 2. Uh, but also the Last Jedi panel, which is just, you know, fun to watch. Uh, John Boyega, Daisy Ridley, you know, a bunch of people up there on the stage. Uh, so I'll be putting all those up on the website. Um, but I think that's going to conclude our Star Wars Celebration coverage. And, uh, you know, it's, what are we, a month later? 
more than that, two months later almost. <laughs> but, uh, you know, there's a lot to talk about. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll get to go to the next one. I really hope so. I really hope so. And I really hope it's at Anaheim. I really, really want to go, 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 go. I really want to go, 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 go. All right. Well, let's let's head on over to Canon News. The Canon News song. Yeah. The Canon News song. Yeah. In canon news today, according to Lou Riano, who is a character in the Han Solo comic, that five-issue miniseries, there are creatures that live between the scenes of space and time. We do not see them, and they do not see us, unless you open a very temporary window. And there is an image I have here from the comic book to show you these creatures, and uh, that I'll put that on the website too. They're basically really big jellyfish. And, uh... That's freaky. And they Lou, don't look very freaky, actually. Wait, is this the Han Solo? The Han comic, yeah. And Lou Riano, uh, her people actually live in this space between space and time. Whoa! And, but she's able to open up, uh, like, a little window, right, for this creature to come out of it and, and help out uh, herself and Han Solo and some other characters. Uh, by destroying a Star Destroyer. The, the creature basically like, devours these ships, these Imperial ships. Wow. Um, so it's just interesting to know. They, I mean, that's canon. There's there's beings who live between in the in like the the seams between space and time. So, like an alternate dimension, kind of. Wow. And that's uh, that's canon, people. That's canon. All right, let's go have a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. How did Han die? This is sad, Daddy. Okay, I don't know. Solo. Oh no. That's sad. He died. I don't get that. He, he died, died solo. 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 He was very low. He fell way down. Oh, yeah. I love that joke. Yeah, it's some dark humor for you. <laughs> I, uh, it's not dark at all. It's kind of a downer, actually. I apologize for that. It's kind of a downer, literally. <laughs> hey! <laughs> that was a pun that I didn't even intend for it to it be. It was an unintended pun. <laughs> <laughs> that was a better That's good. That's, that's a, a better, better joke, pun. actually. That's it's a better, better joke. joke. <laughs> <laughs> How was Han's death? It was a real downer. <laughs> oh, That's a much better wow. joke. Thank you, Anna. Thanks for improving on my joke. What? I actually thought you hear. meant it. <laughs> I didn't. All right, let's go to the question and answer council. The question and answer council. Where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer ca- council. Wow, we have to dust off, uh, dust off these seats. It's been a while since we've been to the question and answer council. Okay, dust, dust, wow. dust. All right. So um, I don't even remember where do I sit here. Which which one's mine? You're in that middle. one's that one's Oppo's. That's the that's like the snake guy's chair, right? Because it's got the big hole in the back. I know where. What? Oppo Rancesis or whatever. Yeah. Where do I sit, Liam? You sit. In the you sit where you're sitting. Where I sit? Oh, am I in the middle? 
Yeah. You're sitting right here. Okay. All right. I have a question for you kids. Yes. If you can have just one force power, what would it be? And I made kind of a list of canon force powers in case you want me to. There's telekinesis, of course, which is being able to move things with your mind. Uh, There's a mind trick. There's visions, you know, like being able to see the future, maybe, or maybe. Uh, Physical ability augmentation, you know, like the way they can run faster, jump higher, right? Mm -hmm. They're just stronger generally, or they're not stronger, I guess, but they use the force to do more. Uh, Force lightning. It's a force power. Uh, Absorbing lightning. Also a force power. Mind probing, like the way Kylo does, you know, trying to pull out information from someone's mind. You know what? Yoda can pretty much do every single thing you must think. You think so? Uh, Force ghosting. So, you know, you die, you become a force ghost. You can haunt your friends and family, play jokes on them. Uh, you <laughs> no, know, wake like them up in the middle of the night. I would like to live forever. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, I looked up the Wikipedia. I was looking up force abilities to try to make sure I thought of them all. And that was all that they listed, but they actually missed a couple. Uh, there's psychometry, which is what uh, Quinlan Voss can do, where you can touch an object and uh-huh. it uh, you can sense that. what happened with that object That's in the past. so cool. Uh, there's also magic, the what the Night Sisters do. Right? They use the force to do that stuff. Those, so those are technically force abilities. Uh, you know, just like things like... I would like my Attaching legs. robot legs to, you know, cut in half Debrax. Uh, Zabrax. Debrax. Uh, Zabrax and... Uh, I would like mind tricks. Would you do mind trick, Liam? That, yeah. That's your... If you could choose one force power? Because people would, would do everything for me? for me. You could make people do everything for you? Yeah. Hmm, okay. And they be I'm thinking... What they would, would, and they wouldn't be sad about what it. What would help okay. me the most? What would help you the most? Hmm. What would help me the most? Hmm. I'm thinking maybe either visions or psychometry. Oh, interesting. I don't want to live forever, so I don't want to be a force ghost. Okay. And physical ability is cool, too. Physical ability uh, augmentation, I yeah. Pick two, even if you don't let me. Mind what? trick and physical ability. Okay. Um, I think we'll just say mind trick for you then, and then if you got to pick a second one, it would be physical ability augmentation. Anna. Um, mine would probably be psychometry, Hmm. and if I had to pick a second one, it would be visions. Okay. Um. So with the visions, I have a question about that. So like, you know that with with the you know with visions, they're not always accurate right or they're not always you know, know. telling you the truth that's but, why i pick psychometry sure oh because psychometry seems to be pretty concrete right like you but then you're always it's always the past that you're seeing true right um but, but it would be kind of but cool. you could figure out what's happened to something you could you could solve a lot of mysteries that way yeah 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 you could be like a detective I could touch and, that uh, phone and know exactly where it came from that's a good point you know like that would be a really good thing that'd be kind of a fun story about a detective who can who has psychometry. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I should totally write a fan yeah. fiction on that. <laughs> um, I think honestly, I would pick telekinesis. Just moving stuff with my mind. I've always wanted to do it so bad. Uh, my second probably would be physical ability augmentation, though. So I could like jump up on the roof, and I wouldn't have to use all the header, and uh, I'd be able to run really fast. And I don't know. But uh, my thing is, my question is, if you could do that, would you jump? 
What you could you jump super far and would it seem like you were flying? Mm, I suppose it might kind of seem like you are for a couple yeah, seconds. Yeah, because well, yeah, if it was, yeah. it was just for a couple seconds. Yeah. But if it was like you were soaring through the air and jumping, mm, yeah. then I would definitely probably pick that because yeah. I've always wanted to fly. Me too. But if it's just like you jump, but it you just jump farther, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't pick that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, listeners at home, if you have an answer for this, what what is your answer? One force power, what would it be? Uh, let us know. You could by... pick another one if you had to, but you should pick sure. one of the two. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we didn't even get into the, the Legends force abilities, which are way, way more abilities in Legends. Uh, like Flow Walking, for example, what where you basically, you basically go back in time. Uh, you kind of flow backwards through time, and you're sort of there. It's almost like you're force ghosting back in time, but you can kind of affect what happened a little bit. Uh, but yeah, uh-huh. so that thankfully is not canon yet. Hopefully, it never will be because I don't like time travel in my Star Wars. I love a good time travel story. I just don't want time travel in my Star Wars. So- Keep your time travel out of my Star Wars. <laughs> So, like, if there was a dead Jedi and you were a Jedi and you went back in time, you could, do you could pick up their lightsaber and would it do harm? To I don't, people? I don't know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> that's funny. I thought you were saying like, could you go back in time and tell the Jedi that they're going to die if they I do thought this? You were and, say save <laughs> yeah, them. you save them. But you're just thinking about like, could I use a dead Jedi's weapon? <laughs> okay. That's yeah. a little concerning. If I needed to yeah. um, murder a couple people oh. because they were going to kill some Jedi. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, on that note, uh, do you guys know what time it is? No, it's not time to flow walk back in time and write a better Stump the Lump question. It's time it for... because your Stump the Lump questions are so bad. Stump the Lump! <laughs> What was the name of the race that Han Solo flew in in that Han Solo comic? The one that Lou Riano opened up that little window for that creature to come up. What is the name of the race? I've talked about it on the podcast. I think you may or may not have read the Han Solo comic. What's the name of the race? It's a pretty good name. I don't know. Once you hear it, you might say, oh, yeah. I will. No, (laughs) Liam? start with? It's it's a run. It ends with the word run. The something run. something something run. Something, something. Hmm. I have no, no? idea. Um, this is a hard one. Race. This is a hard one. Some people at home might have gotten this question right though. So that that's satisfying, you know, when you're listening what to a podcast satisfied? and the people and the people don't know the <laughs> answer and uh, it's the Dragon Void Run. I never would have guessed. The Dragon Void Run. All right, well, that was kind of a deep dive. That was a deep dive. That was a... Very deep dive. It hurt my ears. That was a deep cut. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You got underwater for a while. All right. If if you got that question right, uh, you know, email us and let us know. Uh... And just to brag, just brag to us that you got it right. Yeah, just we, just brag. We, uh, we don't care. We don't care. We'll, we'll support because, you. We'll be like, right, oh, right. how do you oh. do that? 
we literally don't care. Yeah, you'll be like, you're so awesome. I, I don't care. Her. Yeah, you're way well, better than us. I literally than don't care. You can, no, you can we're break. way better than you. I'm just kidding. I'm you just joking, people. It. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think that's going to be it. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to episode 74, the first episode of Summer episode 74 of children of the force and as always thank you to those who support us over on patreon.com slash children of the force you help us do this podcast and we really appreciate it if you would like to reach out to us online in other ways you can contact us via twitter odd force children at facebook we are children of the force that's that's at Force Children on Twitter and Children of the Force on Facebook, by the way. Uh, our email address is forcechildren at gmail.com. Our website is There's no dots at the end that was force.com wow yes head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail let us know uh, what your answer is to that stump the lump question uh, what kind of force power would you have if you could choose only one or uh, let us know if you got that Stump the Lump question right. Or if you have a Stump the Lump question for us, we'll play it on the show. I promise I will not look up the answer until we record the show, and then we'll see if we're if we're right. Uh, or a joke. Yeah, we love jokes, too, from our listeners. Uh, any, any Star Wars joke you can think of. Uh, we prefer original jokes. So if you can think of one, send it to us. That'd be awesome. You could even send it to us on email. Uh, but we'd love to hear your voice on the show. So do that, speakpipe.com slash children of the force, yeah. and just leave a voicemail from your computer. Do it. All right. And finally, yes. leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else you listen to us. Doing so will make it easier for more people to find us. All right. Well, it was a fun show, huh? Fun. Yeah, good. You could say, yeah. you could say that. Yeah, Liam. Cool. cool. I don't know. You don't it know. Great. It was great. No. You sound, it, was it sounds okay. like you were... Yeah, like uh, on a scale of one to okay, ten. Okay, it was okay. Um, it was probably on a scale like of one to ten. It was a one. A seven. Seven. Wow. Yeah. On a scale of one to ten, it was a one. I'm gonna say it was. A, <gasps> it was a ten. On a scale of one to ten, it, it was, was a seven. Seventy-four. On a scale of one to ten. Literally, daddy. Literally. Yeah, I can't get that. Oh, that means it's seven point four. Okay. So yeah. you liked it about as much as I liked it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like seven point four. Yeah. Right. Yep. Squishy, my legs are squishy. <laughs> That's a great way to end up the podcast. We're done. We haven't even done for children of the forest. Oh, is that what we need to do next? Yeah. Do you want to? For children of the forest, I'm Anna. <laughs> I'm Al. I'm Liam. Wait, and... no, 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 no. no. What's what? Join the resistance. No, what? That, that, can I do the two other four children thing? What? Four children on the fours. I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Anna. Be the force. Be the force.